Good morning, campers. Welcome to the Camp Good Boy Podcast. Happy birthday <laughs> to, <laughs> to Fusk. <laughs> Happy so nice, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the big three four. Oh damn. Well, I got an early happy birthday. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. What are you uh what are you doing to celebrate? Aside from being on the po- podcast. Oh uh, well the podcast and getting sushi. That's about it. Uh that's sushi's nothing a good nothing else to do. What else oh, can don't, you do? Don't you know the rule? Never get sushi on Sunday. Is that a rule? Yeah, it's a Bourdain rule. Oh Jesus. I'm no, I'm getting in on Monday. Tomorrow's my birthday. Oh, there you go. Mm. Oh, okay, that's good because that's the whole thing is that they don't get a uh, deliveries on Sunday. Oh, oh. Okay. So the the, oh, the, right. the fish just like eats there and collects like Ebola. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. But was that a Bourdain thing? Yeah, yeah. It was in uh, it was in um, his book um, Kitchen Confidence or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Did you read that? L.A. Confidential. Yeah, L.A. Confidential. <laughs> Yeah, he Bourdain wrote uh, that that crime thriller with uh, Guy Pierce and uh, uh, Jeremy Jeremy Stratham and Cameron, Cameron Crowe Crow directed. Crow. Yeah. Uh, all right, no, so I'm no waiting s- for the I'm waiting for the Monday shipment to come in. Yeah. Wait, that's weird because I feel like. I've definitely gotten sushi on Sunday, and that makes sense. It was, I seem to remember it was, it's disgusting. Yeah, it can kill you. Yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> I don't get, I don't get sushi delivered anymore. I think that, I, that fish was not meant to be in a car. No. <laughs> you know, Raw like, fish. That, that wasn't and meant to be also, in a car. And it's also, it's not meant to be in a dasher's car. <laughs> no, that's because you, have you ever seen these like hoopties that these, <laughs> that these people roll up in? Exactly. I mean, they're like, they're like gypsy cabs. It, it's, they're, it's, they're, I've never seen like, yeah, it's not like, it's really not okay. I can't do it. I'll well, do it I from, to, I'll do it from I, sugar fish. Yeah, because they put it in a nice box. They put it in a nice yeah. box. They like, I don't know, it feels just better. But if it's just like from your like strip mall sushi spot. With that fake grass. Yeah. I'm not into it. I, I, I think it's just Well, there's actually, there's a place in Kingston nearby here that uh, it's in a strip mall. And you would never want to walk in if you saw from the outside. But it's actually right. fantastic. And uh, But my, my conundrum, like you're saying, is I'm picking it up. But I got about a 25-minute drive. So I got to hustle. Oh, right. Oh yeah, you're 20, 25 from Kingston. Yeah, I'm touring. Well, right now, yeah, I'm in a t- uh, rental right now, so it's uh, I got to hustle to make sure that stays fresh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean I get that, but also I'm picturing like uh, Gosling and Drive, just <laughs> fall off, like driving from Woodstock to get the sushi in Kingston. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I a lot of aerial jacket, shots of like the, of the Hudson Valley. <laughs> How did no one? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's so right for a spoof. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> Right. I was actually thinking more Ace Ventura with the head out the window, but yeah, uh, there you go. But yeah, um, Kitchen Confidence. He, I, I did like that book. That's when I was really on Team Bourdain. 
Um, I was reading it and then I was reading it when I was in, that was back when I thought I wanted to work in hotel restaurant mm-hmm. management. And I think a, a friend of our parents was just like, oh, he should read this book by this guy, Anthony Bourdain. And I was reading it, but like, it was kind of over my head. I was like 17. Yeah. I, I wasn't like, well, 17 right. year olds don't want to read a book that they don't have to. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who's this, who's this chef that I don't want. And it was back when who gave a fuck about chefs. Yeah. I was like, why am I reading this book about this chef? Like, I don't know if I necessarily want to be a chef and all the guys doing is doing heroin. I'm like, I don't want to work at a restaurant. <laughs> no, it's yeah. like a fucking nightmare. I want to be a podcaster <laughs> and do oxy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, but so I didn't, I didn't finish it. Right. I think I've, I, I've never finished a book front to back up until when I started doing like audiobooks. Oh yeah. And now I finish books all the time. It's like, I've never finished a book front to back. Yeah. I've always wanted to do it, but yeah. I can do it audio. That's easy. What about Da Vinci Code? <laughs> it's a page turner. No, thanks. <laughs> I haven't. It's a page turner. Wow, you know what's crazy? I haven't read a book since, um, I think, July, and it was that Tom Sizemore book. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a great book. <laughs> but not having read a book since July is kind of, most people would be like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. It's like, dead serious. <laughs> yeah, deathly. I'm deathly. But that Tom Sizemore book, <laughs> that thing front to back, I did that in like three days. It's a great book. I loved it. I mean, I think it's up there with was like. Was that like a memoir? Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. big time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's basically, yeah. Um, about, I mean, Tom Sizemore, like, it's so sad because he could have been, could have been one of the greats. Yeah. <laughs> and he kind of is, you know, he's one of the great that guys. Like, ever. yeah. I mean, I think we've talked about this. Mm hmm. He's like Michael Madsen, like, meets uh, Jason Statham. <laughs> a little bit on yeah. drugs a bit. on a ton of on drugs, drugs yeah. and like yeah, dating good. like like dating hookers because he's uh that's exactly what he is yeah he's a great actor yeah and then now when you look at the movies he's in oh Oosh. i mean it, oh my god madsen i mean madsen too i mean i did yeah because i just saw madsen's in a movie with greco richard greco like uh, they're kind of just like in that they're, yeah. they're kind of like relegated into that realm. But I think, I think Sizemore is beneath that. Mm. I think he like, so that's always like the straight to VHS. There was always those movies. And now mm-hmm. it's like straight to on demand. His are like straight to like nowhere. A, a bit torrent. It's like, I can't find this movie. anywhere. <laughs> straight to bit torrent. <laughs> All I think of a Tom Sizemore is just saving private Ryan immediately. Oh, he's, he, great in that. he's great in that and it, no it's sad but i feel like he's gonna have like like an fx show like this like weird like some gritty like cop show on fx and it's gonna be like oh sizemore's back mm-hmm. it's like winning golden globes <laughs> yeah his comeback because he is great i mean he is a great actor but it's kind of it's the comeback that nobody's asking for <laughs> there's that too yeah, exactly <laughs> there's that too yeah yeah so you got saving private ryan and he fucking destroys it in true romance but only in he's only in it for like five or ten minutes yeah he's he's yeah. He's, he's he's like tom size less <laughs> now <laughs> That should be, he should have a reality show sizeless or <laughs> it comes back through that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, Cause he was dating Heidi Fleiss for a while and I would have definitely uh, paid the big bucks to see a reality show of him and Heidi Fleiss. Just like be like, get like just being like Hollywood trash and like mm-hmm. being fu- like just getting like, just doing nothing. It's like the Osbournes, but with them, I mean, God, his show should almost be like, it should almost be about him. Mm hmm. Yeah, like an actor. Yeah, like that, that was dating was a, a meth head. Yeah, totally dealing with the, like uh, 
going through recovery. Right. He was dating that madam. Mm-hmm. He's just a train wreck, and he's got movies going straight to BitTorrent. <laughs> like, yeah. And he just lives out in like Simi Valley. <laughs> totally. That'd be great. Still dates porn stars. I don't know if, don't know if he's got the pull for uh, Network or Netflix or the name. I don't know if he's got well, the name recognition. Well, he doesn't have the name recognition, but he also just, his reputation is horrible. <laughs> so anyway, you can imagine yeah. how great yeah. this book is. Mm-hmm. It was so good. It's called like, uh, it's a miracle. I got my made it out. I think that's what it's mm-hmm. called. But it's so funny because Pierre Bogdanovich has the quote on the front. Oh yeah. I mean, he's one of the, our great like American directors of, of our time. And uh, well, in his mind, uh, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. According to, uh, him. him, uh, but it's like he, the, the, the soundbite on the cover is like, he's, he's talking about citizen Kane. <laughs> it's like, this is one of the greatest works of like American storytelling. Yeah, go grab it and see what it is. Pull it up, Jamie. will forever be in my bathroom right. no matter what it's a house. great it's a great bathroom uh, yeah relentlessly candid and shockingly honest absolutely riveting Peter Bogdanovich <laughs> but like it's can't got, you just picture all the adjectives can't you just picture Bogdanovich with his glasses and like three <laughs> scarves on just like talking about the new Sizemore piece but also trying to figure yeah trying to figure out which the quote was what the quote was gonna be yeah it would be funny if, if Peter Bogdanovich never said that and it literally Tom Sizemore just told his editors that Peter Bogdanovich <laughs> said that when he gave him the the, the, uh, the pages I, I mean the, the best thing about Peter Bogdanovich is he is an incredible filmmaker and he's in every movie or like documentary mm-hmm. about filmmaking yet the movie he directed Tom Sizemore in is, is called Hustle the Pete Rose movie that was made oh. by ESPN <laughs> no yeah Bogdanovich, oh, Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich is weird because he made like his great stuff like in the 70s obviously like mm-hmm. his stuff that like even he said he would never had to direct again and uh, and then he'll like yeah he'll do like weird st- like I mean he did mask yeah right and uh, he'll just do like weird he did that petty documentary that was amazing oh he did that mm-hmm. ah yeah oh wow yeah yeah he is a we- he's and then he's on weird- the Sopranos yeah and he directed a few of those too yeah he has he was perfect on the Sopranos yeah <laughs> as Doctor Melfi's therapist <laughs> uh, yeah Elliot yeah <laughs> it's so good yeah. <laughs> And basically playing Peter Bogdanovich. <laughs> talking about film. Yeah. <laughs> They're basically like, talk about psychiatry the way you talk about film. He's got like mm-hmm. his legs crossed. Yeah. And he had that like water bottle with like the net. Uh-huh. Remember those? Things? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yup. Oh, I love the net. Man. I never had the net. That was really big early 2000s. Yeah. To wrap yeah. your water bottle in the net. Right. Oh, yeah. We've come, um, we've come a long way. Yeah. yeah, I was um it was kind of a slow news week and I was like, are they still trying to make this winter storm in Texas happen? I thought it was just a snowstorm. I did well, I just was like, wow, really slow news week. And I was like, all right, I, I I'm just like I can't with like snow in Texas. Like that's where I'm like where I'm supposed to be donating this yeah. week. Right. right. And yeah, right. um but I guess it is pretty bad. Yeah, I mean I so, yeah, I thought it was just, like, two inches of snow, and the whole thing was, like, they never get snow. Right. So, of course, it's... I mean, I went to school in Virginia, and when we would get three inches of snow, school was closed. Because, mm-hmm. again, they don't have the plows. That's what I thought Texas was, and everybody was kind of, like, taking the piss out of them, because it's, like, come on, like, man up, Texas. It's not yeah. that like you bad. said, it's, like, it's, it's, it's been slow news, and I'm, like, oh, this is a classic, you know, nightly news uh, piece where they're just covering, like, weather. Right. But... Yeah, as it unfolded, it was like, holy shit, this is a this is an epic catastrophe. And their yeah, their infrastructure just tanked.
think. And it's all, it's also hard because all my um, Texas friends that I follow on Instagram are all like really privileged. So it's literally just like yeah. them and their kids like snowboarding down their driveway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. right. So oh, I'm like, oh, it, it's right, like right. everything's fine. But um, I guess there's some like water shortage or something. Yeah. And also well, like funny, right, right when it hit, it was like, I was like, what the hell happened? And then suddenly on the news that really got pushed out, especially through Facebook, was everybody was blaming like wind turbines and green energy and all that. And it's like, oh, the green energy failed. So the whole state failed. And I was like, really? That's so Texas see, too. Like, no, they're actually just covering up their horrible isolated energy system. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. Wait, green? Because I feel like they hate green energy. So how right. can they blame that? Well, no, I mean, I'm sure they're happy to. They have wind turbines. Yeah. They have a lot of wind uh, okay. uh, turbines down there. But they're, they 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 shorted uh, all their spending on their infrastructure and and they're also i think i think that they only run their power grid through texas they're not connected to any other like eastern or western interconnect so they're kind of screwed if they if they go under hmm. yeah it's, it's a total disaster. This, this, yeah, this this weather system clearly didn't see the don't mess with texas uh bumper stickers <laughs> no. and it, it's like uh you know what i uh, i think we're gonna call it bullshit on that one <laughs> yeah, i'm right. gonna fucking mess with texas a little bit <laughs> yeah let's see what you got yeah let's see what you got turns out you fucking all all bark and no bite i guess there's yeah a lot of people in texas when you're buying a home you probably don't think like mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like we found this great place with a fireplace and it's just like do we really need a fireplace? So yeah. I think it's a lot of people have home. They don't have fireplaces. Mm-hmm. And so they're just like, like when we had the ice storm in Watertown, New York, living in upstate New York or anywhere in New England or like in Minnesota or Alaska, you have a fireplace. Right. So we were good yeah. in that because we, we didn't have power for a week. Um, and so we were good. I think people, I don't think, I mean, I'm sure like really rich people in their ranches have like a fireplace with like an elk above. Oh yeah. Like, but like, I don't know how many houses do have them. I'm sure they do, but right. why would you have one in Texas? Totally. The same yeah, when you a, bought a house, when you bought a house in Austin, you're th- you didn't think to yourself you're going to have to boil snow. <laughs> water. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, I think people are just like, "Fuck, I'd do anything for a fireplace right now." Because if you do, then you're fine. Mm-hmm. Like when we were under that state of emergency in like '91, and then the other one in like '98. It sucked, but like you crowd around a fireplace, yeah, you're fucking pull out, pull out a, a you know, monopoly. You're yeah. good. I think the bot, I yeah. think the, the headline here is mess with Texas. <laughs> Don't be afraid. To yeah. Know. Go mess with it. <laughs> yeah. See what happens. Yeah, they- Cause it, it t- turns out they're a bunch of fucking pussies. <laughs> oh, big shot fired. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Huge shot. Fire. Right, yeah, uh, yeah. Our, our, our ice storm consisted of a fire pit, some Stratego, and yeah, just some uh, some Pepsi out in the snow. I was oh, good to go. I mean, dude, like there could be like the day after tomorrow winter storm, and then the, the Northeast would still be like, "Come on, you call this winter?" Yeah, <laughs> like literally. But, but I'm also like, like, I have, I get it, and I know there's like that's the thing. It's like, okay, so the water shut down, so you can boil snow. It's not like we're like these are covered wagon days. Exactly. You right. know what I mean? So I'm right. like, I was having a hard time, like making that my stress hormone, mm-hmm. uh, activation of choice this week. I totally agree. Yeah. Like it seems, I think we've seen worse as a country. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, We're going to pull through this you know, a little bit. I think they're going to be okay. It's a, I'm sure it sucks. Right. But I think they're going to be all right. Yeah. You, if you're listening in Texas, <laughs> you got this. Fuck off. Yeah. You got this. <laughs> I, mean, I, do. I, I think the elephant in the room is how can anybody with means, I don't care who you are, just fly to Cancun in the middle of this. 
oh, let alone hey, the dude, senator. That's okay. just that's that's just zodiac shit, dude. That is just that's zodiac. that's zodiac being uh, zodiac. Okay, so that's where my stress hormones uh, went. Not because of Ted Cruz leaving, going to Cancun. From a um, from a meme creator standpoint, yeah. I had to deal with some some pretty uh, some pretty surly commenters. Yeah, oh, did you <laughs> a little bit? Yeah, because you were pr- uh, you were anti Cruz. Well, I'm anti Cruz. Uh, but also like it's easy to make fun of it see that's the thing so okay so i made the meme where and a ton of meme creators have, have done have made memes about them and in the comments there's a ton of people being like oh i didn't see you posting about when the governors put their states on lockdown and they all went on vacation i didn't see you making fun of gavin newsom when he went out to dinner when he was telling everybody to stay at home i'm like you need to understand though something like okay gavin newsom and like nancy pelosi and like andrew cuomo they're not that funny. Yeah. There's nothing funny about what they did. It's right. fucked up. And I understand like you calling out the hypocrisy. I totally get it. Ted Cruz going to Cancun. Yeah. It would be funny. Even if there wasn't a winter storm that took his totally. head. It's Ted Cruz. It's He's insane. the ugliest motherfucker. I've but, ever well, seen. What do you, what, like, what, what's his like, what's his beach wear? Like, is he a, <laughs> is he a board short guy? See, that's the thing. Like if he went to Miami, see, I kind of see him dressing like Kenny power or like, um, Danny McBride in like foot fist way. Like like the jean shorts or like a striped polo shirt. 100%. I bet it's the worst fucking gear. Yeah. I just picture so, him in a full wetsuit. Yeah, I can kind of <laughs> see that. I know. I wish there had been like a boogie boarding uh, Yeah, picture. He is funny. That's the, that's he why it's funny. funny. That's why it's funny. Like, and then, yeah, he's just like, oh, yeah, my state's in peril. And like, I'm just like, he just like shamelessly went to, can- and I love it. It's like Cancun. Again, that's why it's funny. I'm it's just like Ted picturing Cruz like a Cancun. yard of beer. Probably. He probably was. Like yeah. if he had gone to Miami, it would have been like, okay, that's kind of fucked up, but that's just like Miami. It's Cancun. Yeah. Like that's where you go and like get your hair braided and go to fucking foam parties and like get chlamydia. (laughs) It's insane. It's it's Cancun. And Ted Cruz went there during a crisis. Like if he had gone to San Diego, it'd been like, oh, whatever. It's Cancun. It's a fucking funny scenario. Gavin Newsom going to a restaurant. It's also like if you. Right. No, no, that's just, yeah. What's the, where's the joke? Yeah. So that's what I was dealing with this week. Of course he's going to restaurants with his like other rich friends. That's but also you were allowed to go to restaurants. There's no joke there. Right. Also, whether you like Ted Cruz or you don't like Ted Cruz, he's super obnoxious. Mm -hmm. So like, like him, him, a guy like that pulling this off, everyone's going to just go nuts on it because he's just, it's such an obnoxious guy. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Or like they, a lot of people brought up like Andrew Cuomo killing elderly people. It's like, yeah, okay, he did some fucked up shit, but like, there's no joke there. Well, he made. I mean, Andrew Cuomo made good decisions and he made some bad decisions because you don't know how to. He's doing what he doesn't know. It's a there's no playbook for this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, he couldn't. It's not like he could call like a politician from 1917 <laughs> and be like, "Hey, what right, would yeah. you do in this situation?" Right, yeah. Like, Ted Cruz is just like, "Hey, this time seems like a good time to go to Cancun." So yeah, he just leaves a note like, "This is the Zodiac speaking." <laughs> oh man, no. That- Right. It would it would be great if his face mask was that like executioner mask that the, the zodiac like I almost wish he'd leaned yeah. if he he'd leaned into that a little bit more. He probably could have should. That'd be great. Yeah. Like if they were when they're like looking through the Senate floor when all, all the insurrectionists went in there and like they find Ted Cruz's paperwork and it's all like in the in the code. Oh and, like my the zodiac God. key, the the if more not, the code he was using. That'd be great if he was actually that'd be awesome. Yeah. If it, no, they actually found conclusive proof <laughs> right. that he he was the fucking He's got the secret room. Oh, yeah. 
No, I just, and, and people were coming out of the woodwork. I think it was just like maybe Trump supporters who just, yeah. they haven't really been able to fight back. I mean, since they took over the Capitol, but like, I think they were just looking for a reason to just like snap back. Yeah. Cause they've been kind of quiet, but then I'm like, when did sticking up for Ted Cruz become a thing? Right. Trump. I understand that's your guy. He won the presidency. That's your, that's your boy. Ted Cruz. Mm. You stand up for Ted Cruz. Now? Right. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what is this? It's true. And then like, yeah, while he's there, like Mexican papers get letters. Me amo a Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> people also, people like, are just oh, disappearing man. from phone parties. <laughs> You're <be> <laughs> like, even fellow Republicans hate Ted Cruz. He's not I'm like, sure, Oh, 50, sure. 50 senators like Ted Cruz and 50 don't. Everyone hates him. Yeah, I, I think somebody said. I think it was Lindsey Graham saying that. Like, if you got a silent vote, everybody would vote to remove Ted Cruz except Ted Cruz. Right. I mean, the guy. The so guy he's is just obnoxious. The guy is just so unlikable, and like people just need to understand. It's like that's just like comedy writing one hundred and one. Like that's a funny scenario. Yeah, in, in Cancun. I yeah, it's true. Andrew, there's nothing funny about what Andrew Cuomo did. So you're going to make a meme about that. It's going to it can be a statement. You can make a statement on it. Right. It's not going to be that funny. Yeah, cuz all like Cuomo, I mean, he's like he wears a dad bomber pretty well. It, he just he just did a kind of a scummy political move. What's where's the joke? Yeah. Ted Cruz in Cancun, that's the joke. He doesn't even need to be a snowstorm going on. Yeah. That's a joke in and of it itself. Like the picture the picture of him coming back, he had like this little smile underneath his mask and he just looked like I'm caught. And then he tried to cover it up and blamed it on his kids. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, dude, you stop talking. You're digging yourself a deeper hole. Yeah, no, I know. The thing of the dangerous thing about Ted Cruz is that while you say you hate him and all this stuff, he, he has a, he has a charisma that is, yeah. it's unlikely. Mm-hmm. It's a, um, it's guy. It's, it's a cult leader. He's got a cult leader esque charisma. I find mm-hmm. him oddly captivating mostly because he's so, you know, he's driven to power because he's such a weenie. Mm. And but he did get there, and I mean, he finished like top of his class at Harvard. I'm sure he's super smart, and he's a he's a hey, world class super shrewd guy. Yeah. yeah, he knows what right. he's doing, and he's got he knows exactly what he's doing. He has the same thing that I see in like a Gretchen Whitmer. Um, it's it's this he's got it. You know, like there's an intangible star quality with actors and stuff, and it also it applies the same with politicians. And he's 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 whatever that is. He he has it. It's very strange. But he's also shameless because mm-hmm. you know he 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 was just, uh, remember Trump attacked his wife and attacked his father for killing JFK and everything, yeah. and then that that meme with him like phone banking for Trump after he won the nomination. It's like he has right. no. You know, he does what he needs to do for himself. Yes, and so, apparently it's, it's sipping Modelo on the beaches of Cancun. So yeah. that's when I was, that's why I was lost. I thought, and that meme that I made did really well. And, but there were like a few snarky comments and I'm like, wait, what, ep- what episode of life did I miss where Ted Cruz is a people stand up for Ted Cruz? Like, yeah. whoa, no, wait a second. Right, wait exactly. a second. It's like, yeah. wait, <laughs> don't you dare. Trump, don't you dare. Trump. Okay. I totally get, but right. like, Ted Cruz, like what, when did that happen? We stand mm. up for him. Miss me. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but it, I mean, it, one dude called me a sad person. He's like, <laughs> at camp, good boy. You're a sad person. I'm like, I, but I think he was replying to the fact that this one girl said that these meme accounts are just run by soy boy uh, beta males. Yeah. And so a few of our followers were just like, why soy? 
And uh, I, why, why do conservatives hate soy? And I just left a comment. It was kind of a cheap shot, but I was like, maybe, maybe they think that there's a pedophile ring run out of a soy factory. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a cheap shot, whatever, because I know there's a lot of Republicans that don't believe in the QAnon stuff, but like, whatever, I'm having some fun in this one. Right. I was like, at Camp Goodboy, you're a sad person. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, what you a- should just say that. <laughs> well, I just yeah. blocked him because he's, he's posted snarky shit before, so I'm like, I don't have any time. For yeah, you. I don't even look at the comments. I um, Oh, now you're, now you're going to get attacked for cancel culture. Well, I learned, but I learned a valuable lesson about, so I'll get in the comment section if people are like having fun in there. Mm-hmm. But like when you're put, when you're getting engaged with negative commenters, mm-hmm. it's kind of like don't complain when you are in a trash can and you see trash, right? You know, totally. Like, why? Yeah, why? Don't, am I, why don't, am I even don't fuck a pig in the you ass know? and complain about getting shit on your dick. <laughs> right. So like that's why I was like catching myself. I'm like, no, no, no. This is why I don't engage with negativity right. in the comment section. Yeah. So FYI, everybody out there, <laughs> unless you have a sick burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's this one girl. I actually had a great response, and I basically told her everything that I just said. It's like, there's nothing funny about what the Democratic people did. Right. Is it scummy? Yeah, but like Ted Cruz in Cancun is really funny. That was the point I'm trying to make. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz in Cancun's hilarious. Yeah. And they're like, oh, where, where, where are the meme creators when Democrats do stupid shit? I'm like, if I had been making memes when Clinton was fucking Lewinsky in the Oval Office, I'd be all over that. Oh, my right. gosh. If yeah. I had been making memes when Anthony Weiner was texting, <laughs> texting oh. pictures of his dick to, like, 13-year-old girls, I would have hammered that. Yeah. So stop acting like, dude, Democrats get their share shit. It's just like right now, Trump and Giuliani and Cruz, because they're absurd characters right. who, give, who have great fodder for joke writing. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. Uh, if Anthony, yeah. if Anthony <laughs> I mean, boy was a- I'm sorry, but like <laughs> that's they are absurd individuals. Absurd. They create the best humor. Like, how do you not know that? Yeah. Wake up. Like the yeah. Democrats <laughs> don't have a Lindsey Graham. We don't no. have a yeah. And they're like, oh, Biden's stupid. It's like, oh, good one. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, because he's old. Right. Oh, good joke. Yeah. Uh, I don't if know. Camp Goodboy was around during the Anthony Weiner scandal and then the scandal after the scandal. Oh, it would have been so much material. I don't even think memes existed when he was doing that stuff. Yeah, maybe early. Maybe Mm -hmm. like a few, like when memes were those big blocky white letters. (laughs) Well, and you know what? You know what's (laughs) interesting is that Anthony Weiner is now the CFO of a uh, kitchen tile business. Mm. I just read a whole um, piece about it. So clearly the kitchen tile business doesn't care about pedophilia. <laughs> Why should they? And neither does his ex-wife. Like, because I still see there's, there's like, they get snapped all the time, like walking yeah, together right. in New York. Yep. She like, she obviously does. I think she's just, I think Wiener, I think Wiener's dick game is probably on point. Yeah, he's, probably. He's, he's, he's obviously like, he, I mean, he's put her through so much embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And then of course, and then she's, she was like Hillary Clinton's like uh, right hand right. person. She, Uma? she has, you know what? Huma Abaddon has bad judgment, bad judgment, bad taste in people. Yeah, she really does. <laughs> yeah. She, she really, really her. Yeah. yeah. She needs to like, yeah, she needs to but check wait, herself. Anthony Weiner. Anthony Weiner's a CFO of a company. I would be like, after everything you went through, it's like, all right, he's like a field guy. He's like installing the floors. I'm no, he'd be running the that's money. what you would think. It was, it was literally like the, the tile company was like waiting as he got out of jail and was like, Hey, do you need a job? Like, like it, it, I just, I'm just picturing like this, the tile people, like they're going down the list of like, Oh, hey, we could get this guy from mm. kitchen kitchen yeah, air. Or like, how about this guy from, uh, from carrier? How about this pedophile who's about to get out of jail? <laughs> Oh, that's great. I, oh, Anthony Weiner with all those public scandals. 
Perfect face yeah. to this company. <laughs> They're just the especially a, a, especially an yeah. industry that's that's geared towards women. <laughs> what? They're, they just find his LinkedIn. Yeah, like, oh, Carlos Danger. <laughs> yeah, let's have, yeah. Carlos, oh, Carlos Danger, Danger. tiles, See, kitchen this tiles. Is the thing. This is why he makes for great jokes. Yeah, he's absurd. Right. Get, his name's Anthony Weiner. Yeah, it's like that. That's, Another, yeah, and, that's and he's obnoxious thing. too. Another obnoxious dude who just gets caught like hardcore. Yeah, I mean, he went through that scandal, but then after the fact, he sent like a like a picture with his dick with like his kid next to it. It was like, dude, this guy's oh. got major issues. He's got problems. Major was, issues. It was sad because it's think still he, hilarious. I think he was yeah. like really good at his job. He would have been a great. I mean, I'm sure he had. He would have. I wanted to run for president. I'm sure, mm-hmm. and he probably would have been good. But like. You can't sex 13-year-old girls. No, <laughs> yeah. no. It's a tough you one. I don't, I don't care how big your dick is. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I don't care how cool you look at the Puerto Rican Day Parade, waving the flag yeah, right. and the, at the Pride Parade, waving the flag. You cannot sex 13-year-olds. Yeah. You just can't. But I guess you can if you run a tile. <laughs> yeah, no, to- totally. Now that he's in the uh, now that he's in the tile business. Well, you know, because I think it's like he's really re- he just gets his phone. <laughs> in- 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 Instagram reactivate <laughs> sliding into those DMs. Carlos Danger's back. Yeah, he's back. I wonder well, just think if you ever if you're ever I'm in a doing tiles like, now. It's just like dick <laughs> yeah. dick pics like he's got his dick on the kitchen counter. <laughs> <laughs> with like all the swatches of the fucking different colors. <laughs> yeah. Like any, anytime you feel like you can't get a job, it's like, well, Anthony Weiner left prison and got a CFO job. So I shouldn't yeah. complain. Well, you know, I think he's a really, I'm sure he's a really intelligent guy despite what he did. Yeah. So he probably joined that company and the company was just like, fuck dude. I mean, that other candidate we just had when the interview was great, but like, dude, Wiener's a fucking genius. Yeah. And their numbers are like through the roof. Maybe. Yeah. Wiener tiles. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's dude. They're like, dude, I, I don't like what he did, but our fucking, I can't, our numbers are great. Yeah. Fuck. I'm just picturing like a naked mirror selfie with a tile in front of his dick. <laughs> you like this color? Like when he's, when he's talking to clients, you like this color, you like this color. You, you can, yo, the size, you can just use my dick. It's a, it's a nine inch. I got a nine inch hog. We use that as a measuring, uh, <laughs> measuring tape. You what if it? you're a, what if you're a customer and you're buying like a huge purchase and the contract comes back and they're like, okay, yep, we signed off. And you look down and you're like, Anthony Weiner, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, signed this shit. Yeah, right. Totally. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm going to another tile company. Well, also you definitely like frame that. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I've got like Weiner's Weiner just signed off on my kitchen plans. <laughs> just put it on eBay. It's an executed contract signed by Anthony Weiner. Yeah. That's like memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Wow. And he's all about yeah. it. I mean, I think it was actually, I think it was in the New Yorker. I'm sure. Yeah that, doc- yeah, that documentary about him. I don't know if you guys saw it. I watched it. It's oh, yeah. like, oh, this guy, this guy doesn't doesn't think he really did anything wrong. No, no. And so that- let's let's yeah, let's give him the financials to our company. But mm-hmm. then, yeah, before before all that stuff happens, because in that documentary, I'm like, this guy's the fucking man. Like well, his was, energy was 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 like refreshing. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. he was uh, after nine after nine eleven. He fought hard for yeah. for people to get compensation and all that. He connected with the people mm-hmm. uh, in a big way. Yeah. Right. And he's um, he's not just not afraid to speak his mind and, and to fight, but that's the thing. It's like, dude, you got to put the so- fucking, you got to get out of the DMs, dude. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, right, right. 
And it's like that the Andrew Cuomo shit is like this is serious and like people died and you know they they covered up numbers or you know whatever they did to like hide information. There's no no funny about that. That's like federal investigation stuff. That, that, that's no comeback to the Ted Cruz thing at all. Yeah, no, and it's also just like yeah, that's that's what I was saying. I was like, well, where's the joke? You could make like a meme that like makes a statement about it, but like. I, I, that's not what I'm trying to make with with Camp Good Boy. Like right. I'm trying to make people laugh, not like. Of course, yeah, you can. There's there's a there's a way to make something funny and like kind of like thought provoking. Mm-hmm. But like, there's nothing there. You, it's just not funny. It's right. just like, oh, that's just dirty politics. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm happy I'm happy Trump's gone, but man, he was so funny. Well, that and yeah, like, that's there's the, just so much funny that came out of him. <laughs> his Twitter game was unparalleled. I mean, he was like yeah. his twit his tweets were like. I mean, they were just like, they were art. It was some of the best original content. Yeah. Well, that's the thing you had like, yeah. I mean, this head of state that was also just like running like the the Friars Club. (laughs) Like, I mean, he was insane. (laughs) Like, it was just like, how the fuck? I mean, it's crazy. I'll be interested to see if he comes back, but it is, it's interesting without his platforms. He, I mean, it's like, I don't even know where he is. He's like a ghost. (laughs) Just playing golf. Yeah. yeah. I, want, I, I wonder if his like library, you know, his presidential library, I wonder if there's just going to be like a Twitter room. You know, it's just like, <laughs> uh-huh. I, like everything is just his tweets all over the walls and the ceiling and everything. And you're just like, wow, the Twitter room. Oh, I remember that one. That one was crazy. Oh, man. <laughs> I never even thought about where his presidential library would be. Probably, but, the, probably the Trump Tower. But it would probably actually, Florida, it would actually make sense that inst- it's like how Bitcoin, where currency is basically this like invisible thing, mm. where it's not even a room in the White House or it's not even a library in a building. It's, it's literally just like an online portal to his mm. like to his it's like a sub yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah right are you yeah you need uh you need uh virtual reality to go do it yeah you need to like to it. you need a code you need mm. to like go go like put in like some kind of like encrypted thing to like it's like a it's like a uh, crypto library yeah right no that'd be interesting yeah because yeah, yeah you're right it would probably I be mean, in florida i mean trump wants his library so everyone can just like I mean, he needs it for his ego. It's going to go up at some point. Yeah. And it, but he needs like funding. He needs people to fund it for him, which, you know, yeah, what, it could, could be anybody looking for a favor. What is a presidential library? Like, can you like take books out? Like what, what is it? What's yeah. the point of it? There's no, yeah. point. Is it, uh, you basically- can't take books out. That's for sure. You can't, <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you, can't you can't, you can't, you can't take JFK's notepad. I, yeah, can homeless, can homeless people like jerk off to porn on the computers and it, <laughs> Dude, I'm if you when you go use I, like well, first of all, I mean most people don't go to like internet cafes anymore. <laughs> oh, no. But the internet um, before the uh, COVID nineteen pandemic, going to use the internet at a library, it was literally yeah. like jack booths like in a porn shop, but for homeless guys. Were they really doing that? Yeah, oh, that I mean, I would oh. always see oh, yeah. like you see homeless people just like firing up porn and just sitting oh. there being like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. And all, like oh, that's yeah. a huge problem in like the New York Public Library in Manhattan. <laughs> oh god, they had to like close it yeah. down. But then no, also, it's not like, like yeah, they, it's not stuff. it's not like Ghostbusters anymore. It's not <laughs> like this like these like I mean it is like the New York Public Library is like a beautiful building, but it's it's literally like you can't put a silk hat on a pig. It's literally like a homeless shelter with stacks. Oh man, yeah. There's probably yeah, yeah. Uh, and those um. God, going to use like the uh, the internet at a internet cafe, but the cafe was at the upstairs dining area of a New York City deli. Uh-huh. Oh, they always had like two uh, two oh, computers, yeah. and yeah, 
Like you, oh, those are so scummy. But that's where I used to like check the internet. Yeah, me too. Like I used to go, there was like a, yeah, there was like a pack ship print or there, yeah, it'd be like that. There was like a soup restaurant and there's like a couple mm, computers yeah. in there. Yep. Get on for like three bucks for an hour. <laughs> it kind of sucked. Yeah. But like, um, fuck yeah. I, I mean, that's definitely that. still, that's definitely still, I know like at least in Europe, we went to France and I had to find somewhere to like find Wi-Fi, and I had to go to a cafe and I'm like, eating a croissant trying to like log into my gmail <laughs> yeah it sucked no <laughs> it really did it does although i'm feeling i'm finding myself um naturally kind of unplugging a bit i don't bring my phone out anymore oh yeah at night yeah same to dinners mm. it's su- dude it's a complete game changer mm. a complete game changer right uh go to hang out at someone's house or to go to dinner it's just like you're, you don't, you don't realize. And you know, I actually would, I would look back at like old videos of like being at like dinners with friends and stuff like that. And there's be a lot of shots and I would like see myself in the videos and I'm like, someone's like giving a speech and I'm like laughing while uh, also right. scrolling through my phone. I'm like, right. what the fuck? No, I mean, I had that I, when I take Molly out on her walks, I leave my phone at home and, and literally when I'm walking up the street and I see somebody walking towards me and their head is down at their phone, I don't move. I just keep walking right to, right through them. Right. And then just as they can kind of feel my presence, they lift their head up. That's always like, my biggest. Pick yeah, your head up, dude. Yeah. You're going to oh, trip. It's my biggest, <laughs> You're going to die. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Brent, if you like, if I, I bet you've noticed like. If you put your phone away and you don't need it, you like the stuff that comes up, you realize like 90% of it, it doesn't matter. And it's like, it's not even worth looking at. So like, why do we even, why are we so glued to our phones? No. Well, and I've, I've muted almost every single human being I know. So all my, all my posts are just like, it's just like Neville Goddard quotes and like weird, like dolphins, like jumping out of like a mystical ocean with like. Uh, uh, like moon. Oh, what's and, coming like, up in your angels. feeds? Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. Like I, I once, cause I just, everybody's just, I'm just burned out on mm. every single person I know. Right. Nobody's doing anything interesting. Yeah. No. And even content create creators. I'm, I'm like burned out on that too. I think honestly, Instagram is literally going to be for like just meme Lords and prostitutes. Mm. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, because most of those girls like that you see, like the 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 Gaha girls that like come up on your feed and stuff like that. There's always like there's a little link in the bio. Yeah, to their OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, remember how like <laughs> quiet the '80s were? Like as a kid, it was so quiet. Like when you go yeah. outside, like you just didn't know everything, and right. like you didn't have access to everything. And it was like so much more peaceful. Mm-hmm. It's too much access. Too much access. <laughs> I mean, it's not breaking no, I mean, news that's why I'm, that's why my phone, but I, I feel that my phone is, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day is that it, it was a natural progression. Like, mm. I mean, do you remember the, I, I even like gratefully so like I, I couldn't, I would be at a concert and I would be like, get a, like anxiety. I'm like, well, I need to show, no, I, I need everybody to know that right. I'm at this concert and everybody else was going through the same thing. So all the Instagram stories were just like endless yeah. feed of like, m- like shitty music mm. footage that that nobody's going to watch. Mm-hmm. Like no one's like, Oh, whoa, what song are they playing? Like, Oh, I wish I was there. I was just like, then I got over that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's like, so the memes are great because it's actually like, you're creating like, it's like little comic strips or whatever, but I, it made me like sick of the people I know. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Like, I don't well, care that you're at a thing that, like, where people are opening <laughs> gifts. I, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> wow. I've, what, what great content. <laughs> Are those presents? If you don't, 
<laughs> what's in those boxes with all the the cool wrapping on the outside? Well, what's this? What's this shell like U shaped tortilla with meat in it and cheese? What is that? Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, also like growing up because you know you have taco night like once every two weeks or something. Like, did you ever think a time in your life was going to come where where you needed everyone to know that that's what you were eating? Never. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Tacos. And like with the, the boomerang with the hand like going back and people, forth. Uh, oh, God damn. People um, have like have their own channels. So they, they, they link to their YouTube channel and there's somebody that actually like shows how they. And it's like this. And to your point, I've, I've blocked and hid so many people that now I just. I'm interested in fly fish or something like that. And that's it. And and I hide everything else, and everything else is just like new groups of things that flow. Yeah. No. Yeah. Can't it, take regular people's bullshit. It's great because the you kind of shorted out a little bit, but it sounded like you were annoyed at people posting stuff about being at a fish concert, <laughs> and then there was like some other stuff, but but then the keyword of bullshit just came. So. I think we all get it. Yes, that is absolutely right yeah, on the money. But I, so I'm on my phone a lot, but it's mainly just because of Camp Good Boy, but I don't feel like shit. I feel like I'm actually like, you know, I'm, I'm like creating shit. I don't feel like, oh my God, when I was, when I was living in Venice and I, before we had started Camp Good Boy and you're, I'm just on my personal Instagram page and I'm watching all these videos of people like, oh, they're at the beach right now. This person is skiing. This person's wherever the fuck. And then I'm just on my couch. It, it like makes you think that you're not living life to the fullest when it's like, right. no, no, you're doing, you're fine. Yeah. I was just skiing a few weeks ago. I just didn't happen to show everybody. Totally. Um, and like, yeah, it can make you feel like shit. And it's, and it's also so, like, what you're not seeing in those like awesome vacation videos are like the moments like back in the hotel where you're like trying to figure out if this person you're with, like you, that you just married, you have anything in common with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's so true. It's like what you're not, it's no different than uh, when you watch a TV show or a movie and it's like, you know, you see actors doing their thing, whatever. And then like, maybe you want to like, you admire them, you want to be them, but then you don't know what's going on with their lives. Like mm-hmm. they, they don't, they don't have fucking perfect lives. Mm-mm. It's kind of the same thing. Like you're watching this person on this epic ski trip and they're like these people having a super fun night dancing, but then it's like, oh man, like what am I doing with my life? But like, yeah, you don't see that. Their lives are just as fucking, they're not oh, that no, sweet. It's they're like, just, oh, so they're at the beach. You miss that, like, like, so you don't like, you don't, <laughs> are we lose? Now we got them. Oh, we got them. Fucking toy. Oh, Toyota of Santa Monica. Oh, they're like stalkers, dude. dude. Oh my God. They're fucking stalkers. <laughs> this, this, this one guy. Yeah. They want me to, f- this one fucker that I leased my RAV4 from is still tracking me down, trying to get me to fill out his like performance report. <laughs> and it's like, yo, what's up, man? It's Trevor. Uh, I sold you that RAV4. Um, listen, man, like we, I, I'm still going to need you to fill out that progress report. I feel like it's like Jim Carrey's going to just like start showing up at like my pickup basketball games and shit. Car guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a struggle in the car world right now. Yeah. Oh, dude. They, so, okay. My lease is up in May, May. Yeah. It's February. And I, this guy called me. He's like, Hey, cause I didn't know who it was. And he called me and he's like, uh, I see your lease is coming up to an end. I'm like in May. Right. And he's like, you know, we just want to like get you started. I'm like, 
there, I, we can do this the day before my visa. Yeah. And By the way, you should have answered the call. I should have. Like, literally, we're, you know, we're, we don't, we're not like, we're not making a movie here. <laughs> we don't need to like prep anything. I'm just like, literally, all I need to do is just tell you if I, if I, if I want another Rev4, I'm going to go down there the day of and be like, y'all want another Rev4 and we're going to do, we're going to do it. It's going to be yeah. easy peasy. It's like, just because like, Tony's calling like it's I'm going to be like way more in, like excited to get one. <laughs> I, I'm inclined to just I know you like want to kind of want to get a Chevy. <laughs> I know. Well, I kind of want to switch uh, car. I do like Toyota, but like I just want something cheaper because I yeah. never use my car. But, but like, like I feel like Chevy doesn't like track you down like this. <laughs> no, or like you're like Kia. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's it sucks. And it literally this it's the same thing happens when you fill out a um like whatever that thing you felt like you're interested in a car mm-hmm. and you fill out a, a form on their dealership website. Oh my God. Emails. They just start going after you. They're like needy girlfriends and boyfriends. Yeah. Oh my God. It's brutal. I don't know what's scarier, like a Tinder stock or that fucking uh, <laughs> George at Toyota. <laughs> it's really yeah. scary. Like who calls that much? You just, yeah, you wake up in the, in the middle of the night. It's just like Ramirez in your house. Like the guy's got the, the paperwork for you. <laughs> totally. Uh, just the new key. We're all ready to sign Phil. Oh, what? My God. Okay. The fuck out of my house. <laughs> I got the car right outside. Yeah. Oh man, dude, they're, they're relentless. And it's like, yo, the guy get, a, who, uh, get a hint. <laughs> with the guy who leased, the guy who leased us our Subaru, he keeps emailing us every month just being like, do you have any questions on the technology? Do you have any questions on the technology? Like every month. And I'm like, no, man, I got to figure it out. Yeah, like, yeah I've, I've got things. questions about your, your, your psychiatric <laughs> fucking issues. But, but also, do you have questions about the technology? Is it a car? <laughs> no, yeah, I've been driving yeah. it since I was 16. I think I got it. Is yeah. there still a gas pedal or do I have to do that with my fucking flick in my nose? What are we doing? What's yeah, it's like it's a fucking station wagon, dude. It's not a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh my God! All right, all right. We just got a, the, one of those freshly ads. You don't. We don't have to cook anymore. You don't have to take opiates anymore. <laughs> Pachamama CBD. Yeah, really, you don't. You don't have to take Vikes anymore. I don't think I need the paper anymore. Yeah, I read the Pachamama. <laughs> I think I got it. Yeah, I think they're clean level certified. <laughs> I, I remember that. Uh, or you don't have to take Zoloft anymore. No, just take Pachamama. Honey? Yeah, it's just like the woman just like takes a tincture of Pachamama, honey. I don't have to take uh, Lexapro anymore. Another drop. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to take lithium anymore. <laughs> it's like each drop. I mean, I believe it because Pachamama it's is just so good. It's the best stuff. Yeah. Like clockwork, 5 p.m. when the day is done, I hit that fucking tincture. Yeah. I mean, other other CBDs are using like just pesticides oh, and then God. like beds. And, yeah. Uh, child Pacham- labor. <laughs> child labor. Pachamama. Have you seen the cannabis farms in Mexico? That are uh, that are like a lot of CB. They're getting a lot of the CBD from like five year olds. Are they really? I think so. Uh, oh yeah. shit! I saw a documentary. Oh man, not Fuck. Pachamama. No, they're just like chill. everyone that works there is at least eighteen. <laughs> yeah, and like a loft in Denver. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you want to get on this? Uh, it's uh, single farms. Uh, one farm in Colorado. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's kids there. But yeah, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's adults working. No, up. I mean if there's kids there, it's like the workers' kids, and they're just like there to like play around in the lush, beautiful farm land. Yeah, the, uh, that is the Pachamama. It won an award from the Clean Label. Pro- yeah, <laughs> it's Clean Label certified. Yep. You want to get on this stuff, dude? Folks. Get it. Uh, go to uh, go to enjoypachamama.com. That's enjoy. Mm-hmm. 
P-A-C-H-A-M-A-M-A.com. Spelling bee, dude. You get this guy. <laughs> Go type in Camp15 at checkout. Yeah. 15% off. It's funny. One of my friends called me up the other day because I was I'm sending him some stuff, mm-hmm. um, some stuff. But I was telling him about Pachamama, and I was like, wait, I haven't talked to this guy in like three months. I was like, dude, you should try some of the CBD that, that sponsors our, our podcast. I didn't want to be like enter camp. It's like I haven't caught up with them in a while, and now I'm just, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just trying, to, chill. I'm trying to sell them. Yeah, no, it's like it's one of those things where sometimes you'll catch up with someone, and it, what you don't realize is you're about to get like pyramid scheme. <laughs> no, I, I had to catch myself. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want, you should. I, I didn't tell them about like, yeah. Camp One Five or anything. Yeah, so man, I'm dying. Uh, <laughs> I'm just reaching out because, like, you and all the other guys, man, you guys like some of the best memories of my life. <laughs> well, listen, man, if you're dying, <laughs> you should really try this CBD Pachamama. <laughs> and uh, listen, if you just go there, like, I'm sorry about the whole death thing, but, like, everyone can use 15% off, right? <laughs> a, I mean, you're going to need a coffin. <laughs> you want to get a nice one. You put that money, hey, save a little money on CBD. It's going to make uh, facing the uh, the ultimate darkness a little bit easier <laughs> there for you, guy. <laughs> And get a nicer coffin. So enjoy Pachamama.com. Whether you're dying or whatever, enjoy Pachamama.com. Yeah. Camp 15 at checkout. Clean label certified. Organically grown. It's yep. the good stuff. Yep. Now back to the show. Bye. So, um, Paul, you were talking about you got a, um, there's like some new type of hipster invading the Hudson Valley. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The hipster. Yeah, what, I, like what I just all I saw was sort of the headline of the article. What's uh, what's going on up there? Well, you know, I, I know that's been a phenomenon, but I see it in a really specific way. For example, there's an area uh, called Germantown. Mm-hmm. It's like just north of Rhinebeck. It's kind of it's on the Hudson River. You can look it up, but it's just it's this hyper local hipster group where they all have the same look and it's it's i've seen mostly women but it's like they have the orange beanie with a long pea coat with like a carhartt pan oh yeah and then you know like a like a like a all kind of baggy and then obviously there's like a baby and they're you know they're picking up like flowers or something like that and also like the 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 uh the laundromat right next door was just like just full of hipsters yeah i've never seen a laundromat just like that had anyone that looked like that. No, I mean, it's the new, I mean, the Hudson Valley is kind of the new extension of like a Bush Bushwick and, guess, and, yeah. uh, and stuff and stuff like that, especially during the pandemic. Like it, it's kind of the next step. <laughs> it's like the next evolution in like hipsters. It's like they leave Manhattan for Brooklyn and then mm-hmm. they leave Brooklyn for Kingston. Mm-hmm. And then like pretty soon, hopefully they leave Kingston and go even further away. Yeah. Like Poughkeepsie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Or but they, it's yeah, still they, like, it's, it's really, it's really specific. <laughs> yeah. No, I know exactly. Really- I, I know exactly what you're talking about, but it's like, Specific and 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 it comes in like small waves. Like most of the people are just kind of local and and it's pretty rural. But then you just get like this hyper, like just focused group of these hipsters that travel in groups of like five or six, and they pop up in all these little towns. So that it's it hasn't taken over yet, but they're definitely they're working on it. And then you know who else you get in Germantown? Corbin Bernson. Oh, nice Corbin. Actor Corbin Bernson uh. is now a seasoned serial renovator. Oh yeah, Roger Dorn, Roger Dorn himself. <laughs> He's a flipper. Yeah, he uh, yeah, he kind of got priced out of Hollywood. <laughs> this is a nice looking house, though. Does he have an HGTV show coming? You know, he probably will. That's probably like what where his agent sees him going next. Like, I like this house renovation thing, uh, Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, he's got checks from LA law coming in for the rest of his life. I'm sure. So like 
he's probably just like, fuck, I'm not getting, I'm getting like Tom Sizemore roles. Right. Uh, I'm going to go to well, the just, Hudson Valley with these hicksters and <laughs> renovate houses. And just south of Germantown is Tivoli. That's another one. Mm-hmm. It's all in this local, like within five miles of each other, Red Hook, Tivoli, Germantown. And mm-hmm. it's all just like hip, hips, hipster just dumb it's crazy but it's like what they do it's like because in joshua tree you get the it's like the floppy hats and everything and like in in the hudson valley yeah it's like people like looking for more authenticity Mm. so it's like i'm gonna go to this like blue collar town Mm. and like dress like a fucking just like a like an insurrectionist but we're still doing like 45 night at like (laughs) Diego's. <laughs> well, th- so I can I can encapsulate this entire group in one website. If you go to LivingstonManorFlyFishingClub.com. <laughs> oh, dude, that sounds yeah, that sounds like it. All right, it's, I'm picturing like, need to I'm picturing like an old framed weathered American flag. <laughs> Absolutely, and like yeah, like um, animal heads, but they're uh, yeah. No, Not, it's 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 something else. Is, is it their this is their Instagram Livingston Man or Fly? Yeah, okay, that must be. Oh yeah, yep. okay, I see what's going on here. Oh, and the what very were they, curated. What were yeah, they? What it's, were like, they? it's a lot of like Filson. What were they? Jackets, oh, yeah. tons of Filson. Yeah. Uh, oh my god! Of course, it's that. It's that like oh, yeah. jumping out of the water. <laughs> it's the yeah the jumping out of the water <laughs> oh, with like geez. the dude it's, with it's the so jean obnoxious. shorts. But like they're they're, they're inadvertently or maybe. In, inadvertently, whatever that's the fucking what's yeah. the opposite? They're taking the piss out of the people that like live there and just have a regular quiet it's, life. That's what's so it's what's so obnoxious about it. Oh God, look at watches Midsummer once. Oh wow. Oh, I mean, yeah, they like watches summer. Martha Marcy May Marlene once. That looks like hell. These girls with the flowers in their hair doing like yeah. a circle dance. Oh, no, Jesus it's really Christ. bad. It it, it, it does feel a little Joshua tree. No, it is. It's kind Uh, of the, the Hudson Valley is kind of, it's the New York version of what's, what's turned, what the Coachella Valley has kind of become. Right. Uh, It's just that different. It's like, listens to the band's second album once, (laughs) like all the dudes just like are are dressed like that. But, um, the, oh yeah. Like, yeah, it's the sauna. What fucking losers. Yeah. Have fun with that. Christ. Yeah. Seven well, they also they also have, they also have like a dinner club that's way too expensive, mm-hmm. and it's just people from New York that come up. Kind of miss me on dinner clubs. Yeah. <laughs> why can't you just have me over? Right. Like, why, why do I have to have me join a club to go have dinner at your house? Yeah. Or let's go to a restaurant. Are those just not cool enough? Pay two hundred and seventy five dollars <laughs> to be it's, around people you don't like. Yeah. It's, it's, it seems like a jerk off, <sighs> actually. Yeah. People. <laughs> Dogs greater than sign people. Oh, big time. <laughs> Pigs greater than sign people. Ants greater than sign people. By the way, ants are fucking savage. I just read this book about ants. And um, dude, they fucking... I actually just... I watched this whole thing about how Darwin is actually responsible for like every atrocity of the fucking 20th century. Hmm. And um, basically, because it's like that whole survival of the fittest thing. And if you look at ants, basically what they do when they go invade another colony, they don't kill them. Mm -hmm. They enslave them and put those ants to work. 
Ah, it's so, fucking so crazy. Cool. So Darwin is like, oh, if ants are doing that, then we must be doing the same. Then then we're wired the same exact way, which we, we which we aren't. Right. And so basically, like this proposed that because uh, because of that, that actually like started like it was like uh, slavery as we know it in the modern age and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. And it's like, no, that's <laughs> not like the natural inclination. You just got told that that's what it was. I mean, when you see ants carrying shit, yeah. I mean, like you see them, they're always carrying like that white L- stuff, little pieces of grass. No, they're, they're highly sophisticated. Oh, oh yeah. I, we have, a, we have an ant problem in our rental right now. Every time our baby throws food on the ground, the ants just like take it over. It's awful. Yeah. They are kind of the rats of the insect world. Mm-hmm. They actually are, yeah. I mean, because they're always, but like what they, when they build, I mean, I don't like kill ant farms anymore because it's literally like, you know, they made no, they, that. They put a lot of work into that. But then right. when you realize that it's like these <laughs> other ants that had their slave ants yeah. do it, uh. you, you, it kind of changes the, okay. you can kind of kick it over and be like, hey guys, not yeah, okay. Stop it. Yeah, stop no right. bueno. Right. No bueno, guys. <laughs> You're like the Abraham there Lincoln. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> oh man! Totally. <laughs> Though that when, but when you see a long line of them, yeah, like marching, dun, 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 yeah, and yeah, they're carrying shit. They, wow! But didn't know that those are slaves. Well, I just have a, I have a fear. I have a fear that every single small ant I see is a red ant, and they're just gonna like take over my body. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, red ants are no joke. No, but they're highly yeah. organized, highly sophisticated, like all that shit about the like the queen and stuff like that. And they, uh, yeah, and like if one is, um, yeah, if one is sick, or they know it, if it has this like certain fungus or something, mm. the, the the ants guarding the queen, they take it out, but they also catch whatever that thing is, and they bring it far away, and then they all die together. Ooh. It's like a suicide to con- to to save the queen. God, I, I tell you, I'm yeah. not going to wait. Just all listen to the fucking Sex Pistols. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to watch uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids any the same way now. Yeah, <laughs> they save Auntie, and then the scorpion kills it. I'm kind of pro scorpion in that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Or maybe Auntie was like one of those runaway ants. It's it's but. totally true, but they are they they're woke as fuck because the the <laughs> the queen. I mean the the fem the females are like the they 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 they, they are like revered. It's almost like Cleopatra. It's like mm. old like Cleopatra days. Wow. Yeah. Damn. And she's well, just, you really she's, got into that ant just, documentary. She's just a book. She um. It's like the Secret Life of Ants. Um. And uh, yeah, it's fascinating. I wonder if that Pixar Disney movie gets. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they. Yeah, they got. Uh, they got a. They gave. The, they got a lighter touch on the on the third rewrite on that on that script. Yeah, the first draft. Yeah, the came first in draft like, came whoa. in. It was just like, whoa. Uh, can we? Can we? Can we? Can we take a step back from the slavery stuff? Yeah, you made some interesting slaves. choices in this. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Oh my God. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Fuck. Ants. And rats. Rats too. Oh, I mean, yeah, rats, they, ra- they get their oh, they Jesus get their Christ. they get their fuck on. Mm. Rats. They like most rats fuck like 30 times a day. Whew. And if there's no female rats around, they'll they gang up on the most submissive male rat and they all like gang rape it. Oh man. Yeah. Let's get Michael Fassbender to play a rat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they do the animate. They do the animated rat. It's but it's like live rats, and you just have like Fassbender from Shame, like voicing the 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 lead guy. 
<laughs> you feel that? You smell that? No, that you know, movie's so you dark. Feel me inside you? Yeah. <laughs> that is a one watch movie. Yeah, maybe two. Ah, I, I've done three. <laughs> it's a good. I mean, it's it's a kind of movie. funny. <laughs> no, it is kind of funny. Yeah, because he's just so. Yeah, he's, he's just <laughs> such a. He's just such a sex addict. <laughs> Oh, God. I've never seen it. Oh, check it out. I it's mean, oh, for a good birthday watch with the family. <laughs> right. Yeah, I need something. Hey, Paul, what do you want to watch? Uh, the guys recommended Shame. <laughs> I just think it sounds great. We should check it out. Uh, oh, yeah. Look, oh, look at that. Michael Fassbender from uh, Inglorious Bastards. And uh, oh, he plays a sex addict. It's fired up. <laughs> Oh man, dude. Yeah, he, I basically uh, just want to rewatch Mad Men all the time. That's kind of yeah. like I've gone through that show three times. It's like you know what? Let's just watch a random episode. It's That's so the type good. of show. Like if you've watched it through at least once, you can just pick any any episode anywhere. I'm rewatching Breaking Bad right now, and I mean, I forgot how incredible that show is. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just totally forgot because I think when you're watching it, you're so like, oh my god, what's going to happen next? This one, now that you know, like obviously how the how everything goes down, like. You can kind of settle into it a little bit more. It's a little slower. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you first watch it, it's just like warp speed. Like you just did meth. Yeah. Now it's like yeah, you can sure. really kind of live in it a little bit more and like, fuck. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, I don't really like Brian. Cr- I, I do like him. I don't like him after Breaking Bad. Right. He, he's just like, there's a vibe to I'm him. Not a, I'm not I'm the big Cranston. It's like he's guy. trying to capture the Walter White and everything he does. But mm-hmm. I think it's just the, the, the how hard it can be to have such an iconic character like James Candelfini had yeah. mm-hmm. where every movie they're in, they're fine in, but it's like, I can only see Walter white and you're, you're that's like who he is. trying to get it, but you don't want to get it. But that's like, I, it's tough. It's really, really tough. And I particularly just don't like him. I don't like him in interviews. I just find him to be kind of like a, well, cock. he's so, you know, because I know I can almost tell you what Cranston was one of these guys that was disrespected his whole life. So he got into acting to, mm. to, to, to be powerful and respected mm. and loved mm. and it, it, seeing him get that. And then his newfound confidence, it yeah. doesn't sync with mm. what, you know, cause he otherwise should have been like a Toyota dealer. <laughs> that's like hounding you about <laughs> right. uh, filling out his review form. Yeah. Cause he's a very normal looking. Yeah. Dude, he's a normie, which is why it was perfect for a break. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his name's Brian. Well, I, I, I still, <laughs> I still, I still see him as Watley from Seinfeld. Oh well, right. yeah. I mean, he's great in that. And yeah. he was great in Malcolm in the middle too. Like, but then it, again, like it, and the same thing happened with James Gandolfini. Every movie he was in, it was just like, come on, uh, go get you some know, gabagool. I do though. I feel like what I just said worked so well for Walter White because that's essentially what that character yeah, is. Totally. You know, he was just he's not respected. He's walked all over, and so he's like, you know, he takes extreme measures to get that respect mm-hmm. but i would like it so much better if like brian cranston was more like bigelow or whatever his nickname is in there where he becomes a method oh heisenberg heisenberg <laughs> bigelow. <laughs> bigelow. <laughs> like where he puts the hat on <laughs> it's so good he's so fucking good in that show i had forgotten it completely mm. and also oh, i still i i feel like john ham gets the same look i mean he's don draper yeah. it's hard to escape that Yes, he, yeah. he's Draper, which is why it's frustrating when I see John Hamm. He's this like socialite. He's at yeah. like every yeah, award show. He's like show. a funny dude. Yeah, right. He's a he's a polo shirt without the tapered sleeves, bro. <laughs> and, and he like a wears Louis those Cardinals like, hat. Yeah, it's like really. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like I, I his drip is is in serious need of a of a camp good boy. Uh, it, I wish we had a show where it was like we showed up. It's like one of those HGT or like one of those like Bravo shows yeah, right, where like right. people show up to like renovate a, a person who's in need of like a whole new look. Right, right. And uh, but yeah, we it's like the camp good boy guys come in. Because John Hamm would be like a great place to start. Yeah, camp guy for yeah. the camp eye for the let's, normie guy. Let's get you some like let's get you some like Heather gray, thin Heather Gray crew neck sweatshirts. <laughs> you know what I mean? A Tommy Bahama jacket. Yeah, like I would I would start with with Ham. I would start with a with a ca- a flat front khaki pant mm. with a with a uh, with a Heather Gray crew neck, kind of like lean into kind of like a Kerouacian <laughs> kind of kind of yeah, look. Maybe, yeah. look. No. For you sure. know, with like some loafers, right? And like, um, he, he could even benefit from more of like a like a downtown New York artist in like the mid '80s <laughs> kind of look, with like kind of like a like kind of like sloppy <laughs> with, but like with a really nice like blue overcoat. You know, yeah, dude, you you need to pioneer camp eye for for the good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't know, I can't I can't picture him in that type of attire. I just see him as just like in a straight dapper suit with the slick. Well, no, that, but that's the Draper. thing. But if he did that, if he was always in the suit, you'd be like, dude, no, I can't yeah. with your thing. Yeah, exactly. No, I would look at like I would look at like some pictures of Kerouac's fits, and I'd be like, this would be a good a good place to start with you, John. Yeah, yeah, uh, no. He's just yeah. He's just like a like uh like um like a vintage Hawaiian shirt and like a kind of a one size too big khakis with some like beat beat leather boat shoes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of cool. stubble. Yeah, he should just dress like if oh, he should dress like the way Don Draper would dress, but like now, like right. he probably wouldn't have the fifties attire. He would probably be like like a cardigan. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's it's tough because it's true. He was like his drip in Mad Men was phenomenal. Yeah. And when you see him with like the like the schlubby like St. Louis Cardinals hat, it's like Yeah. Uh. And he's <laughs> not as charismatic in real life as he is in that character. No, so when I see he's no. at, he's at every re- award show, it's like, dude. You can sit one. You can sit one of them out. Yeah, like it'll be all right. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go to every single. No, you know one who, of them. You know who I hate at every. You know who is everywhere. His face is at every award show, every commercial. Is fucking a rod. Oh yeah, a rod. Yeah. I do. Like I, I, I am a Yankee fan, and I hate a rod to death. And he's <laughs> everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I get emails from from these products that I've bought in the past, and it's a rod's face. I'm like, why is he here? Well, also, what like you doing? have so much money. Why are you on Shark Tank? Exactly. No, see, that's yeah. Exactly. I mean, I guess yeah. it's just that that narcissistic kind mm-hmm. of like he's. It's like when I'm done with he's, baseball, like where am I going to get that like that rush of mm-hmm. of yeah. attention and stuff? Right. Like, just, I mean, everybody, he, he's and not going to just, just like settle into some like Sag Harbor like <laughs> Cape Cod. But he, yeah, he's got all these business ventures and like yeah, just be a businessman. And and I understand why he like does the baseball commenting. That feels right. Mm-hmm. Like he does the World Series for Fox. That feels totally right. Mm-hmm. But uh, th- that's what happened. He's married to J Lo now, so he kind of yeah. like he kind of follows her around to those award shows, and it does kind of make him look like a like a dork because mm-hmm. like you don't need yeah, to be. He's here. a total dork. She she's here because she kind of needs to be here, right? But then you're you're this incredible baseball player. It's like kind of cheapens you a little bit like yeah take a page out of the mickey mantle playbook (laughs) and just like drink yourself to death 
<laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, I just wish he would just like he should just have like a huge dip in all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and like let himself go. Oh, no, everybody forgets. Like he tried fat to ruin rod. Baseball. I'd love to see fat rod. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> He should just get back on steroids. Or he kind of goes like the raging bull route and has like a comedy club. And like he's the MC and his his jokes are like really bad and like really offensive. (laughs) Just like he's he's like a pig to the women in the audience. (laughs) That'd be be great. Yeah. Oh, the the Jake Lamada. Hey, uh, didn't didn't they tell you at the door we have a weight limit on uh, on whales coming in here? Yeah, because that's what (laughs) that's what Jake Lamada does. He's like it's like horrible jokes. You know, oh, that's all. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, I, I feel that alcoholism is a great, a great thing for retired athletes. I think it's a great, great seems natural. Yeah. Yeah. No, it because, is you know, you want to be at like a Key West bar and be like, holy shit, there's fucking Jeter. And he looks like total shit. And he's like, he's dating like a waitress there. <laughs> Totally agree. That's yeah, I, I, he should just go the Lenny Dykstra, David Wells road. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, uh, Dykstra. I think, weren't we trying to get Dykstra on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, we were. Oh, that <laughs> we would were be trying. amazing. We were trying. Yeah. <laughs> He's on Stern a lot. Yeah. But so going back he to Cranston, the reason why. In, in the Valley. The reason why I just, uh, I mean, again, I don't spend a lot of time being like, oh, I don't like Brian Cranston. I, did, like, I don't like whatever. I just. After Breaking Bad, I forgot how great Breaking Bad was because when that show ended, him and like uh, Pink and Aaron Paul, who plays Pinkman, they were like everywhere. They were always being like goofy, and you would see that you would see they would do like spoofs of Breaking Bad for like a Super Bowl or something, or like they like Brian Cranston showed up to like a DJ set in Vegas, no, and he was like, "Say my name," no. and then he was like jumping up and pumping his yeah. fist. I'm like, dude, you just ruined it. Yeah, like I love you in that show. You should have just like. Just gone back. Just continue to be an actor, but get out of the public eye a little bit. Yeah, because you you just ruined this great, beautiful thing that you created, and by just being like, oh, I'm I'm really a goofball in real life. Like no. I'm just a goofy, normal guy. It's like, okay, of course that's probably what you are. I don't need to see that. It's like the right. don't meet your heroes thing. Totally, that's what it is. So but like you, with Ham, he's so good in Mad Men. So when I see him at all these award shows and like. He, he's I don't goofy. Know. It's yeah. just like, I, just stay out of the public. Stay out of the public eye. Like, I get you. I get you want to like milk it. Mm-hmm. I get it. But like, I don't know. So when I went to back to rewatch Breaking Bad, now I'm on season three. I'm like, God, I forgot how great this show was and how great Cranston and Aaron Paul are on it because they just they milked this like. Let's just milk this. Let's keep it going. Let's always spoof it. Let's be funny. Let's like show up to Comic Con with like our yellow suits. It's mm-hmm. like. You just kind of ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> no, just a little bit. I agree. I mean, it's a, it's, it's not a, it's, I don't like, I'm not up all night thinking about it. <laughs> bothers me, but like, it just like, I, I, I just wake wish, up nights. I just wish sometimes they would just like, you created this great thing. Like just, and then you're done with it. And then, you know, you move on to, and you're in other movies and or other shows, whatever. But like, I don't know when breaking bad ended, it was so like, they're everywhere doing like doing the breaking bad shtick. I was like, ah, Fuck this show. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I kind of hate it, mm-hmm. but I don't. I actually love it. But like, 
Stay out of the public eye a little bit. I think to, like but Del Venezia. Oh, but dude, Del Toro <laughs> gets it, dude. You and know? then and then when he needs a paycheck, he does like a Heineken <laughs> ad, and you're like, yes, dude. He totally owns That's it. What I'm talking about like where they dude, where they think he's Antonio where they favorite. think he's Antonio Banderas. It's uh, no, that's why it works. Oh, dude, he yeah, Del Toro because Del Toro he has no social media presence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like I I I, I every so, so often I'll see him and it's like so elusive. Like I'm like oh my yeah. god. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, he's so oh, cool. Del Toro is fu- is is one of my favorite actors, man. And exactly for that point, like I, I Day of Soldado or uh, what what is it? Uh, Sicario. Uh, yeah, Sicario. Both of them. Like mm. I went to the theater for both of them, and I was like, all I want to see is a ton of gunfire. Del Toro mm-hmm. and Josh Brolin. And you get That's it. it. Yeah. That's all I need. And by the way, Del Toro does not need the good eye for the for the camp boy. <laughs> no. Uh, no, fuck his, no, man. His, like, I gotta figure it his out. His off screen drip is <laughs> fucking <laughs> moi. <laughs> I mean, he's like, it's like, it's like, it's like the, the, the fitted starter jackets, like tucked into jeans <laughs> with cowboy boots. It's fin- fin- fantastic. Yeah. Or his, like, sometimes you'll catch him like in a, in like a, uh, like walking his kids to school. And it's just like the Adidas track pants with like a, an oversized, like Neil Young t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like when he's like, when he like, when, when he like, tur- I mean, dude, this guy's fits are for the fucking, they are for good. the ages. And he had like the, uh, the mesh hat and the time when mesh hats were kind of weird, but he had, he with, kept like, riding it. it yeah. Did. He yeah. kept riding. Cause he would even, he would even like rock the, the trucker hat with like a suit. <laughs> no, he didn't give a fuck. You can't dude. It's, it's Benicio del Toro is impossible to rip on. Yeah. I mean, he's, he well, gets, I mean, you're, you're, he's, you're, he's impossible to rip. You can't, you can't make fun of him for anything. No, no. There's also yeah. a couple kind of actors, like you said. There's there's like a Brian Cranston, you know, who parlays Breaking Bad into a ton of other movies, and then Del Toro, it just picks and chooses where he wants to be, you know. Yeah, yeah. And look, I, look, I'm sure. Like, okay, if I was, if I was, if I played Pinkman on Breaking Bad, if I was an actor, and you just had this just phenomenon. It's easy to get caught up in like, do you want to do this interview? Do you want to do that interview? Do you want to come do dressed as like your character? Do this sketch? Do you want to host SNL and do mm-hmm. Breaking Bad? I get it. I, I totally get it. It's because people would probably be like, well, well, put yourself in their shoes. I get it. But like, I just think, I just think you, you do yourself a service. Like Daniel Day Lewis. Mm-hmm. I do never see that fucking dude. So when he right. shows up in a movie, you're like, you're, you're tuning into it. This guy's fucking amazing. Yeah. I just think like a little, a little like, um, no, elusive. It's, it's a little like elusive a, can go a long way. I think. No, and, and Instagram has killed. There's like there's artists that I really loved in the in like the that I used to love. like like Damien Hurst. I was like, I bet this guy is just like the most like insane like. Mm cool weird guy now his instagram i'm like bro you look like you're like elton john's like style like you're you're like his like uh, a like third assistant or something like you're you're such a fucking dork mm, yeah right, right right it's really it's really just killed like so many people who are who i thought would be like so cool and mm. like mysterious and like you're just like you're a total weenie yeah, right, right, right. But um, I I would love it's, to get Del Toro as like the host of the the Camp Eye for the Good Boy, <laughs> um, the Good Camp Man, eye for the good boy. Camp, Camp Eye for the Good Man, because <laughs> uh, it would be great if it was just like. And it's like a surprise. It's like Benicio del Toro is going to teach celebrities how to dress cool when they're that'd not be, on screen. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And it's like, all right, man, first we're going to take off your Instagram. <laughs> we're going to yeah, take off yeah. your, 
Get off social media. I can't media. do a good Del Toro impression. It's, I'll work on it. It's like yeah, impossible. It's impossible, impossible to do. But um, yeah, I realized like Ham is like a he's like a polo shirt made out of t-shirt fabric where you can see the stitching, bro. <laughs> right, yeah, he totally. Is. You know. <laughs> Really is. They're like they're like red fadish into pink kind of colors yeah. with like yep. It's just his, well, he, I his mean he went looks to, are horrible. He, he went to and he Rio. tried to be he tried to be like one of those scarf bros like mm. the, where it wraps around like four times right right you know and that didn't I, play. I got I got disappointed after the, I think the first time I saw him outside of Mad Men was on Between Two Ferns and I was like oh this is how he is yeah damn it. I saw him, so I was I was watching season one of Mad Men, and this kind of goes. This is the point I'm trying to make. Um, I think Mad Men was on season two; that had been finished. But I I was watching the DVD of season one, and I was walking up Hudson Street in New York City in the West Village. Mm-hmm. I forget where I was going, but I there was this like random bar, like two blocks north of the White Horse Tavern, and he was outside with start with uh, John Slattery, right. with Sterling. They both were fucking hammered, All and right. they, were, they were lighting up. They were both hanging up cigarettes. They both had like stubble like they had been boozing for like three days i'm like i was like whoa yeah and it's because like i just i hadn't seen them anywhere other than this show right and so if if they if they just had a little bit more just like elusiveness i I just Mm -hmm. think it can go a long way for these celebrities and i know it's probably really hard to turn down but like i I just think it can go like be just a little more private yeah i just think it'll it'll just fucking yeah be better it's like it's it it's the same as like uh, it's the like same comparison as like Tom Brady and Joe Montana. Like Tom Brady is everywhere; his face is everywhere. He does he does ads and all that, and then you never see Joe Montana. You know who you know? else and you don't like see? His- Joe Montana. <laughs> <laughs> you sure don't. <laughs> I've seen Slattery a couple times in the lineup surfing out at sunset. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, right, right. right. Uh, that's right. Yeah, right. no, that's that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he stays fairly. I mean, he's not as handsome that's as John Hamm is, but yeah. like, you know, he stays kind of out of the limelight a little bit. Which yeah. you know, again, I get. But like, um, his polo shirts have tapered sleeves and are and are and are a nice like <laughs> double knit. I'm trying Absolutely. to. Somebody he, else. You know, you're not going to see Slattery in a t-shirt fabric polo. With yeah, this, no. with a visible never, stitch, never. But yeah, in, Instagram has just made. I just think if you're an actor, you just don't be don't you don't be on Instagram. Yeah. I, I don't think you're doing yourself any favor. Like, I just don't. I don't know. I don't think you're doing yourselves any favors. And and I again, I get you have all these fans, and it's like that adoration is like a drug. I totally get it. Yeah. But like, I don't know. You'd be just way fucking cooler if you just lived in a like Nicholson. Yeah. I mean, let's say so before he was this like recluse, which is what he is now. Mm-hmm. But really, the only time you saw him was at a Laker game, and, and it was kind of cool because he was cool, like, it was like, and it was every night, but mm-hmm. it was, but you never saw him. Right. Laker games, Academy Award, that was it. Yeah, it was kind of awesome. or like eating like a hoagie on like a <laughs> boat in the Mediterranean, <laughs> like with a heater in his other hand. Yeah. See, DiCaprio kind of. I mean, I don't. Like, I got no problems with DiCaprio. He kind of does it pretty well. Yeah, he kind of does it pretty well. But he also pulls off the uh, normie bro fits like really, really well because you'd expect like a movie star of his stature to be mm. like have a little bit more style. And in that case, I respect the normie bro fits. Like he's always got like an off brand like jacket and like just like a basic polo shirt and like right. jeans and like in in like a in like a uh, like a mariner's hat. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. With now, like Oakley's on. He's a little different because he's so 
DiCaprio. I mean, yeah. he's larger than. He's got to be careful life. where he goes because yeah. It, so, but like he, he and also he's going to get roasted him. for anything other than like a tuxedo at a function mm, or like a yeah. suit. Right. Like if yeah. he if he had this like if he if he was rocking like Von Dutch and shit, people would be like, you'd lose <laughs> him. It's kind of cool that he just looks like some dude named Eric. Yeah, for sure. No, I think it's mainly the Instagram thing. If he was on Instagram, I'd be like, dude, this is like, what, what is this? Why are you on Instagram being like, what's up, everyone? It's Leo. Uh, oh, I just want to tell you about, oh, I got this new bo- bo- uh, water bottle. It's really cool. I'm reading this. Cool. Or, that, or, you know, it's like something like that. Or if he was doing cameo. <laughs> oh, wait, you know, what would be great is if he actually just did. <laughs> Like, yeah, it was like the, the, his Instagram and it was just the link in the bio was just his cameo. That'd be hilarious. And he, all he charged, all he charged was like 10 bucks. Yeah. That'd be nasty. That'd be hilarious. And, and like, if he decided to do one, it would be like, it's like epic. It's like whole, like he picks like one out of like 10, 10 million. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my God. That'd be even yeah. better. Yeah. So again, I just, I, 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 it's the, it goes back to this. Don't meet your heroes. Like oh. don't meet him. And also I don't want, like don't follow him on Instagram. Cause for me, it just, it can ruin it a little bit. Ruin so. M- Michelle Monaghan for me. Oh, you were saying that. Yeah. Right. right. I, Cause I, she was to me sort of like uh, the female del Toro. <laughs> she kind of was like, she was always doing like cool roles and like, of course, in true detective and then like the path. And I was like, Oh man, she's like, she's a really interesting actor. And the, her Instagram just like destroyed it for me. But on the other hand, like Elizabeth Hurley is so yeah. shameless yeah. and her, like, she's like a, she's like a huge actress, like celebrity. And she just shills her like shitty bikinis. <laughs> <laughs> and like literally just uses like her stories are like the most budget ads. It's like Labor Day sale, y'all, totally. with just like the, uh. the like the basic fonts, like puts absolutely zero fucking effort into it. I think and it, I think it's kind of funny. Like yeah. I kind of re- I have like respect for how just like <laughs> shameless and just like uncreative she is. See, it works for her because literally when you look at her roster, it's like Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, mm-hmm. be dazzled. Yeah. She plays the devil in that Brendan Fraser movie. Like there's a there's there's like a she's beautiful, but there's like a trashiness. Well, she she dated Sizemore. Oh yeah, so there's, there's like a yeah. cheesiness to her, so mm-hmm. it kind of works. Oh wow! Right. Whereas like if she had if she had been doing this and she was on like she had an amazing like, like let's say she was on you know the Americans or, right. or something like I, I, it'd be like whoa this is fucking weird. It totally works with Harley though. Mm-hmm. You know who I respect is uh, Kate Capshaw because we have the the Temple of Doom on right uh-huh. now. Kate Capshaw is in this. And Black Rain and Married to Steven Spielberg. That's pretty much it. And that's it. She called it a day. She's kind of like, I'm going to be in this movie and I'm going to be in Black Rain with Michael Douglas. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what else she's in. But then she's like, She's in Spielberg's house. I'm going <laughs> to, exactly. She, and she knows she's probably like at the Ivy. She probably has like lunch oh, yeah. out at around town in LA. But like, kind of like how she did it. She's like, I'm going to marry the director of this Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Gotta, and just, <laughs> I'm just going to count his money for him. I, kinda, I don't know. I gotta like Kate Capshaw. Yeah, got my respect. You think Spielberg likes getting his ass eaten? <laughs> Maybe. I'm not I bet sure. he does. Right. <laughs> On that note, how much time we got left? <laughs> we got about two minutes. That's right, folks. It's time for the Camp Good Boy shout out hour. Phil, who we give an Instagram shout out to you this week? I shout it out back. Got to put it on my computer. Um, let's see who we got this week. Um, uh, God, that now I got a voicemail from fucking. Um, you play it. Uh, wait, what's that? Let me do my shout outs here. All right. Um, hey, shout out to uh, Technicolor Poop. Hey, shout, shout out. out. Shout uh, out. Hey, shout <laughs> out Don. Uh, I'm sorry, not Don. John 
John Johnson. John, shout out Don, Don Johnson. John D. Cristofano. John D. Cristofano. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out uh, Trinidad Trinidad F. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Mike Buttertooth. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out Porter.gif. <laughs> shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out, shout out. Shout out Wolf Barrett. Shout out. Shout out. Cool name. Uh, hey, shout out Clay Shit. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. Even cooler name. <laughs> hey, shout out Eric Bennington. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Vesper Lynx. Shout out. That's a cool name. Uh, hey, shout out JT Squiggle. Shout out. Shout out. Last one. Hey, shout out O'Penny O'Brien. Shout out. Shout out. Big shout, shout out. out. Um, oh, the, the voicemail from the guy at Toyota. Let's see what he's got to say. No shout out to this guy. Hey, Philip, it's AJ Brody giving you a call from Toyota Center. Nothing. I'm reaching out to you about your RAV4 lease. When you get this message, please return the call. 310-382-8867. So I want every listener <laughs> to call this stupid fuck so now they and tell him Camp Goodboy sent you. So now they sicked AJ on me. Yeah, and, and by the way, yeah, we were, we were talking about Spielberg and if he likes getting his ass eaten, AJ, a.k.a. Ass Job. Ooh. Yeah, so call Ass Job over at Toyota, <laughs> and if you're listening and you got that number, uh, tell him tell him where to uh, tell him where to stick his thumb. <laughs> Phil, by the way, your lease is up in May. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Dude, I almost want to like ride my car into the fucking <laughs> like, through the window. Just, yeah. Oh my god. Hey AJ, what's up? <laughs> it's Phil. <laughs> you called me fucking forty times. I'm here, motherfucker. Oh, Let's oh, renew it. Let's man. go look at cars. God damn it! It's so annoying. I'm I'm sure and have so many other people deal with the same thing. It's brutal. Yeah. That they have nothing else to do <laughs> except fucking call people. Yeah. They're worse than telemarketing. Marketers. No, they're 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 oh, they're man. yeah, they're worse than fucking like parole officers. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a good argument to start like using Carvana instead of going to car dealerships. Ah, yeah. that's like that's the, the car vending machine. <laughs> yeah, how does that work? You just put a dollar in a car, just falls down. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Sometimes it gets stuck in the thing, and you have to like. Lift it up and fucking yank the car down. <laughs> See this thing's like all falls on someone's head. <laughs> There's one on the ten, and I'm like, wait a second, I know, yeah. what the fuck is this? Yeah, my 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 outback got stuck. I had to call AAA. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I might get a Subaru this time around. I might get a. I might get. A, I've got my eye on a Subaru. Maybe. Yeah. I just want a cheaper lease because I use the I moped more than I take my Dude, car. Dude, I never. I never drive my car. <clears throat> it's a pain. In that's the a very. That's a very Catskill car to get as a Subaru. It feels yeah. like it. Is that Hickster? <laughs> Forester or Outback? Yeah, it's, I can see that. Wait, did I bet? I bet the Hicksters have Wagoneers. Mm-hmm. With like a Smith sticker on it. <laughs> Yeah, the Forester is meant for, I think, if you're getting groceries a lot, it's kind of a grocery getter. Uh, the Outback's a little sportier. Yeah, it is yeah. sporty. Um, well, shit, man. Enjoy that 34th birthday yeah, tomorrow. I hope you had, uh, it was a good pre-birthday celebration for you. Yeah, thanks, fellas. Yeah. Can't wait to have my uh, warm sushi. Mm. I would kind of like to do a uh, weekly like segment at, for five minutes, like we set a timer and just like roast John Ham. <laughs> Yeah, I'm down good, for that. Good burnt ham. Yeah, burnt ham, <laughs> dude. Yes, yes. There we go. Burnt ham. <laughs> Welcome to the burnt ham segment of. Uh, all right, let's set the timer. You know how much better it would be if he was if he was just as weird and sketchy as Don Draper was. I'd oh, like, that would be great. This guy's the man. Yeah, and like you, yeah, you found out that John Ham wasn't even his real name. <laughs> 
he just like needed to like, he needed to like tell a casting director and he was like, just like, he was just on the phone looking at a deli counter at like Cantor's. (laughs) He's like, John, Ham. Yeah, it's like how Elton John came up with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm John Ham. <laughs> Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, he's, right, dude, Ham is two years away from shilling cameos. Oof. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Very cheap cameos. <laughs> so I heard your, uh, your, your son says you like uh, <laughs> Mad Men. Great show. <laughs> You can tell it's weird when you get a cameo. I mean, I love them, but sometimes you can you can see them looking over like, the notes and oh, trying yeah. to figure out like what to say. Yeah, we got the homie tag. The, we, the guy who's made the most money on cameo is uh, Kevin from The Office. Oh yeah, uh, the big the fat guy. Yeah, he he's grossed the most off of cameo. I, you know who else is a popular one is Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. Oh, I can see that. Oh, yeah. He's a popular yeah, one, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But he actually, you know what? I've seen some of the ones he posts, and he he actually seems, like, genuine in him. Hmm. Like, he's, like, really animated, and he'll, like, sing a song for you. Like, I kind of like McGrath. Oh, he needs yeah. the money. He, he needs the money. <laughs> I'm coming around to McGrath, actually. <laughs> he's on Sirius Radio, the 90s on 9, and he, he has, like, a nightly thing where he plays him. I don't know. He's just, like, he, like, puts some, like, gusto into it. He's like, what's going on? And he'll, like, reference the 90s. Like, I don't know. I kind of like McGrath. Yeah, McGrath's yeah, he, cool. He's the I guy no Fieri hundred percent. Oh, yeah. He just nailed it. <laughs> he kind of is. I kind of like him. I, I just, like, he just kind of goes for it and he's like having fun. Yeah. I, I think deep down he knows Sugar Ray's like not, they're not going to be in the rock and roll. He's Hall come a fame. long way yeah, from who said Sugar Gay? Who said Sugar Gay? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's yeah. like that was a low point for him. Yeah. That was his dark night of the soul. It's like, dude, your band's called Sugar Ray. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's like you can't go like <laughs> start fights with the paparazzi. <laughs> no. Because, but, like, people are making fun of your 90s band, dude. No, he, be better. <laughs> be better than the insults. No, for sure. I think, he just, I think he just went to rehab and, like, benefited from it. Yeah. But, he, uh, but I mean, that's like a he's, – he's on the 90s on 9, like, every night, and he's, he's right. has some fun with it. I don't know. I kind of yeah. like the guy. Hey, Mark. He's a good guy. You can't hate him. He's, like, yeah. engaging and, like, listening to him is actually kind of entertaining, so – yeah. So if you're so out shout there, out to so Mark shout McGrath. Out to Mark McGrath. <laughs> yeah. The love <laughs> is what I got. Uh, that's the All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> that's similar. What that's was some They were probably on a few festivals together <laughs> <laughs> down in like the Orange County. Yeah. He w- yeah, did they, 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 they sang uh, She's My Sugar Fly, honey, baby. Oh, no. God, that's fucking. Who is that awful band? Uh, I hate that song. LFO. Yeah. What was, uh, what LFO, was, what yeah. was Sugar Ray's song? Every morning there's a Every morning. Oh, I just want to fly. All things that she like to say. All things that she. Oh yeah, it's very sublimish. Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, fellas. All right, man. We'll stay stay warm and yeah. We'll talk to you soon. It's freezing up here. Enjoy enjoy that enjoy that strip mall sushi and drive safely, bringing it back to your to your home. Thanks, guys. I'll let you know if I survive. And enjoy right. that. Uh, enjoy that uh, newfound electricity, Texas. You got it. Back, <laughs> so enjoy that. You're day. back. Well, hopefully, you get that water soon. Yeah, you're, you'll be you'll be uh, line dancing in no time, guys. 100, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So, all right, we'll talk to you guys next week. All right.